I'm Joss. Hi, I'm Claudia. And this is the Let's Get Down to Business podcast. We're two cousins on opposite ends of the globe with a lot of opinions about figure skating. And we are here to deliver the news, recaps, and celebrate Timothy LaDuke as the first openly non-binary gold medalist. Welcome to our second U.S. Nationals recap, the uh, super spreader of 2022. Yay. <laughs> um, we are here to super spread our love for Timothy Luke. Yes. It was a very bad transition, but uh, welcome to our Women and Pairs episode. <laughs> I was like, how do I segue into this? That was an audit. Two out of ten. Um, all right. Um, let's talk about a few few news items first uh first of all our beloved michelle kwan became a mom and she gave birth to a little girl named calista bell how cute is that also like no one knew she was pregnant which is very like i love it who the fuck needs to know she's pregnant no one exactly no one not a soul and i think like calista's been born for a while now um but you know what? You tell you tell us in your own time, which is great. Which yeah, is very much you in tell the us same, what we need to know. It's in the same vibe as like Scott Moyer, um, not revealing he had a kid for a while. It's great. You know, we we don't need to. <laughs> yeah, this one. This we'll is never talk about that. Um, let's talk about, however, um, withdrawals. Eesh, a lot of them. Yeah, obviously, um, we know the very sad news that Brady Tunnell withdrew, um, and it does not seem as though she was well enough to petition for um, a spot on the Olympic team or Worlds or anything like that. So it seems as though her injury has been just coming back, and then she'll skate on it, and then she'll injure it again, and it's it doesn't seem like a good strategy for her, no. but I'm no Tomsey, so... <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that. Um, we also have in pairs, we have uh, Chelsea and Danny, Chelsea Blue, Danny O'Shea, who are probably still on the recovery train after that brutal, mm. brutal mishap yeah. um, at Warsaw Cup, where they both end up probably pretty concussed. Yes, but we're no Tomsey. We don't know anything about periodization. Um. <laughs> we're no Tomsey. Maybe that should be the title. We should have like funny titles for each episode. Tomsey periodization plan. He loves to use that. He's like, periodization is so important. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. No doubt, no doubt. Um, Last episode would be called Do Oompa Loompas Go to the Discotheque? And this one is We're No Tomsey. No, uh, last episode was called Cold Blooded Amphibians. Cold Blooded Amphibians. Anyways, um, those are our withdrawals. Yes, and then we had a lot of mid-competition withdrawals. Uh, although Alexa Kinnearum and Brandon Fraser didn't compete, but they withdrew very, very close to the starting line. Uh, Brandon Fraser unfortunately came down with COVID, and he posted this really heartfelt but teary and heartbreaking um, message on Instagram. And it's just really not a good time to get COVID, no matter if it's Omicron or any other strain. It's just, it's still COVID. It's not the flu, just because it's slightly weaker. It's still COVID. Anyway. Yes. Anyways, um, so Alexa and Brandon withdrew, which was so interesting. Um, And so, okay, so they withdrew. And then we also had two withdrawals on our women's end, which were so sad. Two of the competitions. Yeah, two of the biggest contenders here who both compete in the short program, Alyssa Liu and Amber Glenn. Yes. Not good. Both with positive COVID test results mid-event. Yes. And, I mean, we'll get to the women when we get to them, but then also um, Pairs coaches and US Pairs legends, really, Jenny Mino and Todd Sand, both of, I think it's only Jenny, but actually might be both. Um, They tested positive. yeah, just a lot of people, and I think by the second half of the event, aka when all these withdrawals were starting to come through, we were just going, guys, it's time to stop. Cancel the event. Cancel it. There's Cancel no point. It. Like, look at the Olympic teams now. It. Do we really need to have any of these things happen? But it's no. not worth it for everyone's health. There are older people there, part of the judges. It's just... You didn't need to have it. You could have helped, been like, okay, 
canceling the event, looking at body of work, because fortunately enough, the situation was um, better at the start of the season where whereby events could happen and these skaters were able to get out and show their work. So, or just hold closed door events. Yeah, like Canadian Nationals don't have an audience. Although Canadian Nationals, they weren't testing. So that's another fucking issue. <laughs> anyway, or but just like go, okay, so, you know, clearly Mariah, we, well, USFS is just like, we want our women's team to be um, Mariah, Karen, and Alyssa. And if somebody else was in contention, have like a little closed competition, like a skate off. It's been done before. It has, just not done here, which is <laughs> big ass shame. Anyways, okay. So let's talk about pairs. We don't actually have a lot of pairs to talk about because everyone withdrew. So, <laughs> yeah. So I guess let's just let's keep this short and sweet. Let's do our podium place finishes, starting off with our bronze medalists Audrey Liu and Misha Mitrofanov, with the horrendous short program costume that for some reason they still keep. But you know what? They, <laughs> they love it. They love it. They so love it's okay. and they rock it because confidence. Oh, and right? I love the short program. It's so good. I love both their programs. They're they're slightly similar in the sense that they're a bit more punchy and like moody and dark, but I love it. I, love I think it. We- these two need it. These two yeah. need like very, they need programs with like big personalities because I think mm-hmm. they're still finding their brand. So I think yeah. giving them these big punchy, big personality programs totally works for now. Yeah, absolutely. And so for the short program, they're skating to a two-way medley. Um, great triple twist to open. I feel like they're really getting that element solid and down pat. It's looking really, really good. Uh, side-by-side triple salcos. Are they the only U.S. team who can be consistent in their side-by-side jumps? <laughs> um, yes, they are. Throw triple lutz, but Audrey puts her hand down. But overall, solid. Uh, you know what, I... There's nothing much else to say on my part. They just know how to get the job done. They do. I do think that they needed to go like they need to skate lights out here because yeah. we were saying that they were like super dark horses for the Olympic team. It was a long shot considering there's only two spots here. But I think that I think they'd have a pretty good case if they skated lights out here and maybe even yeah. won the whole thing. But unfortunately, they did have a mistake there. So I was like, Ugh, I don't know here. And I don't think Fed would pull for them anyway. No, the Fed does not. Not really a fan. But so. next quad. Next quad. Next quad is Audrey and Misha's time. Yes. To figure out this branding. Which they've got a lot of time to do. They're both still very, very young. And um, I really think that if they can keep everything together, keep their partnership, you know, good, healthy, all that, then they're ready to take the top spot in American pairs for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, okay, let's talk about their free skate. Um, the free skate to Ancient Lands. Um, again, they they started off really well. Uh, their twist, again, fantastic. Very solid. Uh, and then side-by-side, triple sal, Euler triple sal. Uh, Misha put his hand down, but still pretty great. Um, but then Audrey went down on the side-by-side triple toes. And again, down on the throw triple loop. So, ugh. Sad. Yeah. Not enough, unfortunately, with the uh, mistakes in the short program or the mistake in the short program, I guess. And then the couple of mistakes in the free skate, they were already kind of had to really an uphill battle here. But I don't I just don't think that they did enough. And I think they knew we have another quad, guys. It's okay. We can work on the PCS. We can work on the branding. We can work on some more personality based stuff. And I think that in the next four years think they will be the face of U.S. pairs and it looks good. Yes. It's a good face. Truth. Yeah. And when you just said um, for the next quad, I just thought with their twist looking so good, they could definitely pull off a quad twist because you know what? They've got their side by side triple sow or the triple sows that they're working on. And if they really want to up that technical, the quad twist, I don't think is uh, impossible for them. I think it's very possible indeed. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. So again, like we said, they came in third. Um, but let's talk about our silver medalist, which is oh, bittersweet. Bittersweet. Silver medalist Jessica Callalang and Brian Johnson. We have come together, which. Oh, I like that. That's a good pun. I, I back that. <laughs> it's great. Uh, Jessica looking great in both these programs. Jess always looks fantastic. Yes. But she looked very special. Um, they landed their side-by-side jumps. Yeah, landed side-by-side jumps. That's a 
rare occurrence Big. for these two, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. recently. She landed the throw triple Lutz, although it did not look like it was going to be landed, but it did. Um, and everything was great. They were so happy. 77.48 in the short program. Yes, absolutely. I think there honestly should be a bonus GOE dot point named the Kalalang uh, for throws that are miraculously landed. Because oh my gosh. it's truly like a miracle when those things <laughs> get pulled did. off. And it's amazing. Like it del- that takes skill. <laughs> it's it's great. Who knows how she does it? Maybe it's all the beautiful rhinestones. Maybe. No, it's it's just her skill. It's that was reductive. Anyways, let's not be reductive on this podcast. Uh, but Brian screamed, yes, let's go. And I was so happy for them, given the shit that they've had to go through um, at the start of the season, as well as last season with the whole doping thing that wasn't actually doping. It was just because there was some banned substances, trace banned substances in Jessica's makeup that seeped into her samples, which God knows, that's just crazy. And so... She tested positive for doping, which wasn't really doping. Like, anyway. Oh, huge, like, <laughs> fucked up situation. Exactly. They managed to come out the other side and deliver here in the short program. So very, very happy for them. Um, however, this free skate. Oh, my gosh. The fr- they needed to skate lights out if yeah. they wanted to beat Ashley and Timothy. Because we all know that, like, USFS loves Alexa Kinnear. <laughs> Yeah. Like USFS could not love. Maybe they love Mariah Bell more. Although they really no, did they do aren't. Her very dirty um, by calling her the oldest woman on the planet. <laughs> but they truly do love Alexa. So, in my opinion, if Alexa and Brandon petitioned, they would get it. So it was really the battle between Ashley and Timothy, Jessica and Brian, and then Ashley and Misha. Ashley and Misha already made some mistakes, so they really need to skate lights out. They did not. The, the first jump, the first jumping pass, I was like, okay, it's like, it's, I think it's pretty done now. So the first jumping pass, we had side-by-side Salcos doubled. All right. Um, the second jumping pass really tried to save it. Side-by-side triple toes with no combo. So I think that was it. I think that sealed the deal. So they really did give it all for the rest of it, but wasn't enough, unfortunately. Yes. I mean... Their lifts were fantastic. I'd venture to say that they've got the best lifts of the American pairs. But unfortunately, they just can't get enough consistency with those side-by-side jumps. And that's where it really hurts them. I mean, supreme throw triple Lutz. But I think they knew, as well as us, that they really needed to knock it out of the park here. Because they haven't had, they missed so much competition time due to the whole situation, right? They missed out on a lot of competition time. And that's where Ashley and Tim built up their quote unquote body of work. And so they really needed to prove here that they were far and away the better team. And it just didn't happen for them, which makes me so, so sad. Yeah, they were, you could tell that they were really sad about it too. Um, but because they came in second, okay, we'll take it. I, oh, the team that I wanted to go is going to the Olympics. I'm so happy. It's Ashley King Gribble and Timothy LaDuke. Oh, Timothy. <laughs> sobbing. I was sobbing. It was, okay. Let's talk about it. Short program to the White Crow. Okay, fine. You've won me over. I'll take exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I will take it because... Like you said, uh, for rain in our black eyes or rain in your black eyes, it's kind of different when pairs skate to it versus when singles skate to it. White Crow is different when Ashley and Tim skate to it as a pair as opposed to a single skater skating to it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Totally. I really enjoyed it. Oh, so good. Uh, No one does a matching jumpsuit like Ashley and Timothy. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So they it was so clean. They had an amazing... uh triple twist to open huge tim has been hitting the gym they look so so strong and it's got good height and we all know that ashley isn't the smallest in terms of height wise uh pairs girl out there and so to get ashley so high up and like it's a really good twist tim well well done hats off to you um great job and then side-by-side jumps landed. Are we watching yes. American pairs? Who knows? And side-by-side triple loops. Thank you very much. 
Yes. Um, then we have the third triple flip. Love it. Great. And then the side-by-side spins, miraculous as always, because literally Beautiful. no other pair can do what they do. Perfect unison. Love it. And also the positions, they are so unique, and that's probably one of my favorite things about them. Lovely. Uh, they ended up with 79.39. Very solid first place. Yes, and the WE soundtrack for the free skate, which, oh, this is very skating music. It's beautiful, don't get me wrong. Um, we've heard it so many times, but you know what? Because it's you, Ash and Tim, I'll take it. We'll take it. Um, it was pretty much perfect besides um, with the side-by-side sal-toe-loop combo. Ashley doubled the salco at the beginning, but other than that, pretty flawless. It w- Yeah, like pretty flawless. The throw jumps were amazing and... They really gave no one any chance to deny them that spot on the Olympic team. Ugh, I'm so happy they're going to the Olympics. Ugh, <laughs> beyond happy. This is their second US championships that they have and so, so happy for them. Um, and seeing Liz Kane, who, if you don't know, uh, Ashley's dad is Peter Kane, who skated with um, Liz Kane as a pair for Australia at the Olympics so Liz is Ash's aunt and she was posting on Facebook about how proud she is and it's just all so heartwarming and it's a win for both the American and Australian communities and it's just ah oh, I love oh it so oh my gosh I, I feel like baby and the queer community y'all been, oh, been so happy to see this happen oh, like yes. figure skating is not like this very like homosexual a dominated sport <laughs> As the yes. boomers like to say, like it is only now that we're having like our first openly non-binary athlete as a gold medalist here and going to the Olympics. Like it has taken so long and I find that really sad, but I'm also so grateful and happy for this representation. I couldn't be any happier for Timothy. They looked so happy. They were sobbing and I, 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 I just couldn't be any happier. And here's a hot take on why the stereotype of skating being a very homosexual dominated sport. Like it it isn't. But do you know why? This is at least my theory, right? And I'm going to take it as fact. So y'all better listen. I'm kidding. But I have, I, I promise this has merit is skating and like gymnastics and dance. They are, they're spaces and sports where queer people can feel like they can express themselves through the sport and don't have to be a part. And you can see a lot of them are individual sports. They don't have to be part of a toxic masculine environment in a team sport that they don't feel safe to express themselves in. And that's very societal. And there's a reason why a lot of queer people tend to be in sports such as skating, dance, gymnastics. It's not because it's this is like a it's a gay sport. Like fuck that, absolutely not. It's just this is a sport where they can express themselves and that's unique. We love expressive sports. Um but yes. Um That's my piece done, so stop shitting on all of that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Um yes, it was fantastic. I am so happy for Ashley and Timothy. Yes. Especially Timothy. <laughs> so well deserved. Phenomenal. Um, and of course, um, like we said, we'll talk about it later, but our other team going to the Olympics is Alexa and Brandon, who withdrew. But anyways, that is a story for the Kiss and Cry. Let's talk about our women here. Oh, boy. This had way too much drama for my little heart. Oh, my God. No. Let's... <laughs> I'm not, not in talking about this. Okay. Let's talk about... Let's start with our favorite 10th place finisher, Gracie Gold. Oh, Gracie's in top 10 again at national. Oh, I could cry. She was in the last group for the free skate. Because she came sixth in the short program and it was clean. Oh my gosh. She So she was talking in an interview about how she always knew that she wanted to skate to East of Eden. So she yes. was like, okay, let's pull out the East of Eden. This beautiful, gorgeous, jewel-toned green forest. It's not really like forest green. It's more of like a jewel-toned green. It's like a moss green. Yeah, kind of. Um, anyways, beautiful, beautiful dress. Um, and clean. Triple let's triple toe. Who of these American women can fully rotate triple let's triple toe? No <laughs> one. Gold, apart period. from Gracie. The list is one person long. Legitimately, though. Like, 
apart from Isabeau Levito, but anyway. Oh, yeah, but anyways. Um, then we had a tri- uh, double axle and then triple loop. Fantastic. Done. Clean. Fully rotated. Look at her. Wait, are they all fully? Were they yeah. Full? Yeah, they were all called fully rotated. Look at the fucking smile. Look at her smile. I was oh crying. Gosh. Such a it's moment. such a long time coming and like my heart was so full. I don't care if she just sat on the ice for the free skate. She deserved that so much. And at Nationals too. Oh, so good. So good. Um, okay, so for her um what's the word? Free skate. <laughs> it was okay. We had a couple of pop jumps, which is okay. Um it was not clean, but valiant effort from Gracie. And in the last group. Yeah. And look, I didn't expect her to do a clean program it's the free skate's a lot tougher she's skating to Daphne and Chloe by Maurice Ravel which is gorgeous gorgeous costume too and I was just I just wanted her to skate because she enjoyed it she already had her moment in the short program she knows she can do it um and here it just looked like the stamina wasn't completely there which is which is so fine um but she managed to hold on to 10th place and i'm very very proud of her oh i love me gracie love me some gracie all right let's talk about our ninth place finisher star andrews i love me some star andrews star. Oh, yes phenomenal um okay so for short program she sings her own cover of at last and it's amazing it's, it's so good can you stop having um, so much talent star like seriously triple threat a whole jojo siwa yeah parents manifested star oh my gosh i love it um all right so her normal triple toe triple toe combo just a triple toe to start off with um nice double axle and then the triple loop double toe with a double toe downgraded and i was like oh, oh. that's not good that's not that's gonna hurt your score yeah, 59.43 is, that's a big ouchie, big ouchie. Yes, big ouchie. Um, unfortunately, in her free skate, looked really, really tired. Yeah. I do love the free skate, though. It's Beyonce. It's lovely. What is not to love about this free skate? And the dress is gorgeous. It's a good dress. Um, all right, we had the triple-toe, triple-toe combo. We had double Yay. axle to open, which is fantastic. Um, we had a triple loop, Euler, double sal. And then that's when you started to see her get tired. Yeah, you could definitely see her legs just getting a bit more sluggish. And I could, like, I was like, a girl I know. I, I understand. And then we get a final, like, single sow. And you know that <laughs> she was like, can I please stop now? Um, but oh, yeah, she pulled through um, and managed to score 113.61 for the free skate. So not... A complete disaster and was able to get over the 100 mark um and she ended up in ninth overall yeah um all right let's talk about her sixth place finisher audrey shin she has not my favorite set of programs this season definitely needs to find her branding we have the short program to the giving and we have our Moonlight Sonata Free Skate. Again, not my favorite set the, of programs. The spoken word Moonlight oh. Sonata. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This is that one. We never need words in the Moonlight Sonata. That's why it's a sonata and not a poem. But anyways. Cometh what um, may. Moonlighteth cometh. Yes. Um, we had a really not a good start um, to the short program. We had Triple Lutz. She flipped out of the Lutz. And then she tacked on... The double toe at the end. I was like, this is not the math that we should be doing here, Audrey. Um, and then we had a great triple loop, which maybe the math could have been done here. She could have just tagged it on there. Because if you flip out of the Lutz, that's just going to make the toe invalid, Audrey. Mm. No, not good mathing. Tammy would definitely have words after that. My mom probably would have been mad. Um <laughs> It did not place her nicely in the short program after those mistakes. She ended up with 61.77, definitely not what she wanted, ended up in ninth. 
Um, with the Moonlight Sonata, so many rotational issues. I feel like Tammy Skaters with the rotations. Yeah. Just something's, I don't know, something weird must be going on there. Which is strange because she's known as a very harsh technical coach. Not like very harsh as in just like a strict technical coach. So her skaters having rotational issues is very interesting. Yeah, I don't know what's happening here. Um, but um, it is happening and definitely needs to be fixed because so many of her jumps were called on. <laughs> Yeah. So many. So many. I think we've got like four unders, one downgraded. Oof. That's really not good. And like one clean jump. I, I Yeah. You know it's bad when you can see the under rotations in real time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately. But you know what? She's the type of skater who can still land... Um, a jump when it's under, like finish the rotation on the ice. Like I never could. If I was under, I was going down. Um, but I've always admired those who can finish rotations on the ice because I don't know. I thought that was a skill. Um, but yeah, just not her day. She she moves lovely. All steps and spins level four. Just yeah, not a day. Definitely not her day. Um. All right, so she did end up coming in sixth. She was ninth in the short program, fifth in the free skate um, overall, ended up with 180.58. And let's talk about, oh, no. Ugh. Do we have to talk about her? The saddest we, lady I know. on the planet. I was Not the oldest lady on the planet, but no, definitely the saddest. saddest. And we're talking about Amber Glenn who really this was just a shocker of an event for her in so many different ways. Um, Starting off with the short program, she's returned to Scars by Madeline Bailey. Um, She's saying that, you know, this, she really feels this program and it represents so much of her mental health journey. And I was excited to see um, it back, but I was also kind of sad because we did see this for like two seasons straight. But you know what? I know what you're going to say. I'm a sad bitch. And I love a sad bitch program. Me too. (laughs) But like, we've seen it for two seasons straight. And I don't know. But I I understand the comfort of going back to it. But unfortunately, this just was bad. Yeah, it was really not bad. Uh, Really not good. Um, We did eventually find out later that Amber was feeling a little sluggish and a little weird. Turns out it was the COVID. Yeah. (laughs) So that's not good, is it? Yeah, she was, I mean, after the short program, she just looked so shocked with what just happened. She looked like she wanted to cry. And it turns out that, you know, in an interview, or not really in an interview, but um, the Instagram post that came after her free program withdrawal, that at the start of the week, you know, she just wasn't training well, like you said, was feeling sluggish and weak and slow. And she just thought it was her. She was going, um, oh, it's just me not skating well. And then she's putting it on herself. And then she's like, oh, okay, positive COVID test. That's probably why. <laughs> yeah. Which is, oh, God. And you can tell she was heartbroken. And I think, you know, she tried her best to stay safe, but still heartbreaking. Oh, it's so sad. Um, so in the short program, she started out with a double axle. So I think her goal was to go clean because she was doing a couple of triple axles in the warm up, and they did not go well. She fell. Um, so she probably talked it over and probably just wanted to go clean. Um, landed a double axle. Fantastic. And then she did triple lutz, triple toe, and two-footed the triple toe, and it was called – it was downgraded. Um, and then she doubled her loop. So that was just – done after that and she was just sobbing i was like i can't i can't look at this this is literally like someone's dream is being crushed so no thank you i will will not watch this yeah i mean the fed did even though the fed's never really been a fan of amber they did uh help her out a little with team selections so i'm glad that they uh they did that because otherwise i would have rioted um as if I could leave my country at the moment anyway. But um, I was like, rioted how? <laughs> from in your In my bedroom. <laughs> working from home anyway. Um, but let's move on to some brighter points in the women's competition with our fifth place finisher, Lindsay Thorngren. 
Okay. All right. So Lindsay is 16. So she is eligible to go to the Olympics, Worlds, etc. if she did qualify, which is great. Um, she overall, I do think that she's fantastic. She just skates a little bit junior for me, which is fine. She's a junior. Yeah, she <laughs> is. And, and yeah, she's been competing junior all season. She, uh, and I think she, she really would benefit from like maybe one more season in junior. She is still age eligible. Um, and she knows that, uh, she's been saying that I know I love my jumps and I know I need to work a lot on my PCS, um, but I just love jumping. And I'm like, at least she's self-aware. <laughs> like, we, <laughs> we like love this. love a self-aware queen. Um, but skating to writings on the wall uh, for her short program, she is a really good, really good solid jumper. And she's getting really good at spinning too. She's only 16. I feel like I like how she's taking her time to develop. She isn't getting pushed straight into seniors when she's like 15. Um, so good job coaches. Um, nice triple, it's triple toe. And yeah, like I said, got a lot of promise. Uh, hopefully she sticks around for another quarter or two so we can see her fully develop her skating skills and PCS that she says she's wanting to develop. Um, but well done in the short program, 70.22. Yes. Unfortunately in the free skate, not quite the outing that she expected. Oh, I bet her team was kind of crushed about this one. Um, we have the Queen's Gambit soundtrack, which I think... With the car crash sound at the start. Motherfucker, why do we need this? It, it, uh, Sneetsuna's program, too, with the fucking car crash sound. Albeit, like, Lindsay has a much quieter car crash sound than Sanya did. At least Sanya took it out. But I was just like, I did not need to. Like, Really? who's it wasn't even that super pivotal to the plot i mean yes it was in there but it it's about chess motherfuckers i know it's it's about chess it's not about the car crash um she did try triple axel but she fell um and is called under or not called under is downgraded but couldn't you just have like a pill um like a a glass bottle shattering instead of a car crash because that happened oh are we still talking about that okay (laughs) sorry i can't get off it um but yes, triple axel, decent attempt though, decent attempt. Um, but really it was just kind of the rest of the program was littered with little mistakes. For example, a planned Lutz loop, comp, triple Lutz, triple loop combo. She just didn't get the timing right to get up into the loop and so ended up just doing the triple Lutz. Um, triple flip, triple toe, kind of toe axles, the toe loops. Um, also had a Lutz oilet triple sale combo which was good but then fell on the triple flip leg kind of just collapsed under her um but you know what i i think that she really has all the pieces and material needed to be you know one of the us's top women but she would really need to work on the pcs and just capturing the audience's attention and she knows this um but i guess i'm reinstating it for no one's benefit (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, you know what? I think this is why I like that SCARS program. Lindsay, I don't think, is in a place where she could perform that SCARS program convincingly. Oh, yeah. This is why she's I love the 16. SCARS program. Only Amber Glenn can do it. It's very it's very quintessential Amber Glenn. Anyway, she did well here coming in fifth. Um, and coming in fourth is Gabriella Izzo, a little Harvard University student. Oh, my goodness. Well, um... Great. Fantastic. I think definitely, again, needs some packaging and branding. I feel like this is the theme with these three, four, five placement women here. But also, didn't you just get major Caitlin Osmond vibes, especially for the short program? Oh, totally Caitlin Osmond vibes. I feel like that's a name that I haven't said in a long time. Um, Hi, Caitlin. Love you. (laughs) Isn't she Um, doing, is she doing commentary for the Olympics? Yeah. Yeah, oh, is. I don't know about the Olympics, but I know she's done commentary. And she's, like, decent. I enjoy her. Um, but Gabriella is so skating to Edith Piaf, very reminiscent of Caitlin, except she jumps the other way. Um, I, huge jumps as well. I was just, I couldn't stop thinking mini Caitlin. And that's a complete compliment. Yes, absolutely. Um, it was great. Very clean. Yes. No complaints. Um, no complaints at all. And then we've got some Andrew Lloyd Webber and Glenn Close for the free I skate. I love Glenn Close. Here comes Alexandra Trusova. 
I know. I knew what you were going to say. <laughs> Sorry, I just love Cruella. <laughs> True. We'll talk about that in our Europeans episode. Um, but here, um, she she did okay. Um, she's a big jumper, um, but really needs to work on refining her skating, in my opinion. she It looks like she muscles a lot of her elements. Um, and I don't know, I feel like she also would benefit from uh working on like you said the packaging as well as pcs and engagement um at the moment i'm like oh you're very similar in style to caitlin osmond just minus all the charisma and refinement like she's fast and dynamic across the ice but i personally don't think she's just yet ready to make an effective splash on the international stage but that doesn't mean, like, I don't want USFS to put her out there. Like, the only way she's going to get experience for growth is to be out there. Um, and I think she's definitely got the potential to become great, which is probably why I'm nitpicking at her. Um, but still a lot of work to do. Yes, absolutely. Um, all right, let's talk about our bronze medalist here, Isabella Vito. Reigning US junior champion. Uh, she did withdraw from this season's junior Grand Prix final before it was like totally cancelled um, due to an injury. Um, stands at a really mighty four foot nine. Um, and she really, with this short program, really ruffled some feathers in the best way possible. People discovered her, as you oh would my say. God. And her favorite skater is Evgenia Medvedeva, so. Good taste. Good choice. Good choice. Good choice. Um, all right. Fantastic. Great short program. Um, Beautiful. And we love a junior who matches her tights to a skin tone. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. Um, and then we had a Tchaikovsky for the free skate. Um, not quite as great as a short program. Yes. Um, you know what I found surprising is that she skates with speed. She's truly got some gorgeous spins going on there. Um, very promising, obviously. Um, free skate looked a little labored in certain points, but you know what? All her combos were in the second half. Well done. Claps all around. She's a star. Like, she has the X factor running through her blood. Yes, she does. Um, I think she's going to be huge in this next quad. She's only 14. Like, she's so know. much time. So much time. Um, let's not ruin it by comparing her to the Russian 14 year olds. Oh, oh, absolutely not. And you know, you know why? And what I think is great, and I think she's in great hands, her her coach, who's Russian, uh, Yuli Kuznetsova, her whole team is Russian, um, but Yuli Kuznetsova said that we're focused on growing her up. I don't want her to skate until puberty and be done. I want her to skate a long time. And I'm like, you go, Yulia. Well, that's great. We love responsible to see it. adulting. Fantastic. Uh, the only funny thing about it was that after <laughs> Lindsay skated, there was a direct cut to her coughing backstage when she was in the gold medal position. I was like, oh, yeah, very uh, symbolic of this event. <laughs> Hope she's yeah. okay. Hope she didn't go home with COVID. Um, yeah. All right. Let's. Oh, our other heartbreak. Let's talk about Alyssa oh. Liu. They're amazing. Oh, I yes, really want are. to see them in the free skate because they just bring me so much joy every time they skate but um they did participate in the short program and then got the COVID test tested positive and then withdrew from the free skate so but, but they've also been super super careful like there were reports oh, going around so careful that there were always k95 is it kn95 or k95 kn95 or N- kn95 masked up in training as well so she's doing full programs in it so if Alyssa can be doing it. You can be doing it. Literally. Yes. Because on the ice doing full-ass programs. So don't fucking complain. Um, anyway. Alyssa's got a fringe. That's cute. Um, unfortunately. That's bangs for the American counterpart. Oh, sorry. Yes, bangs. Um, triple Axel. It was called downgraded and she fell. Oh, sad. But you know what? Came back with a lovely triple flip, a decent triple lutz, triple toe. And I thought they skated really well apart from the former triple axel. So came in third for the short program with a 71.42. Yeah. Um, and then 
COVID tested positive, withdrew from the free skates. So very, very sad that we did not get to see them skate again. Uh, but they did make the Olympic team. So congratulations. Yay. But please get better soon because it's so close. I know. Like, I really that hope worries they don't have a COVID me. Or a positive test. Ugh, yikes. That just that worries me because that's like two weeks of recovery and then two weeks prepping for Olympics. Oh, we let's not not even put that out there. Let's oh. not. Won't put it anyway. Let's talk about our silver medalist, Karen. Karen so happy. Uh, and empath Camden Polkinen, who yes, just felt Camden. that she was very very happy <laughs> after <Yes>. being named. <laughs> Bless his heart. <laughs> but also. Karen doing the utmost and literally staying the safest she could, being in corners, back away from everyone, mask always on, responsibility. We like it. Doing the most in this shit show of a situation. Oh, Karen. Karen also started that campaign. Yeah, she um, did. With the, the mask, mask with campaign. Jeffrey. Love her. Love her. With her brother Jeffrey. Go support Love that. brother Jeffrey too. Um, okay, so very interesting she brought back requiem for a dream i like it i'm so devastated she scrapped lady khalif i love that program so much i like requiem it's okay karen i like it (laughs) look i i'm so sad about lady i I like requiem right i'm just i'm devastated for lady khalif also because i love lady khalif like the music and I think that Karen skated amazing in that. But I understand. And it gives like a good balance between short and, and the free skate. So I get it. It's a good balance. It's a good But one. I'm still like, let me be heartbroken for the loss of Lady Khalif in the meantime. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Karen, a triple, triple combo. Yes. Ugh, I love it. Although... I mean, not I don't care about. I, I don't care about that. <laughs> it's fine, whatever. It's minus zero point three four. Barely was there, like barely negative. <laughs> barely negative, okay. which is what a lot of people say about their COVID tests. It's barely, barely negative. negative. You, it's just a fate line. Um. Yeah, anyways, yeah. fantastic program. Karen's so happy. Um. Beyond ecstatic. Seventy four point five five. So we got butterfly lovers for the free skate. Yes. Double I, okay. First of all. Okay. As a Chinese lady, can I just say that I fucking love a Butterfly Lovers program? Yes. I was like sobbing. I was like, this feels so nice. When, whenever it, it comes so on, I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I, so I love it. There's two Gorgeous. Chinese women on this podcast. Butterfly Lovers fans. <laughs> um, not quite as great as the short program, but I think everyone was kind of making little mistakes here and there yeah. everyone's really nervous um considering that amber and Alyssa had both of them had withdrawn so nerves were very high i think everyone just wanted to get off the ice which is fine um yeah just little mistakes here and there but it was fine um she ended up actually third in the free skate with 139.30 for an overall score of 213.85 Yes, and she knew she wasn't perfect, but she also probably knew that she did enough to do the job. Um, what a fighter throughout all these seasons. Um, just so proud of her. Just super, super proud of her. Uh, it was really nice to see her loosening up in the second half of the program as well. So, I don't know, I was just very happy. Very, very happy. Um, and I guess I'm also super happy for our gold medalist. Who we were reminded 85 million times that she's the, she's oldest, the oldest women's winner of U.S. Nationals on the planet in 95 years. Wait, is it on the... Oh, that's probably true, eh? But still, the oldest woman. I mean, I had to insert on the planet because, like, they were making it seem as though she was literally the oldest woman on the planet. <laughs> um, oh, dear gosh. But the oldest woman... Mariah Bell. Yes. <laughs> At 20 fucking five. <laughs> they just kept saying it to us. So, um, okay. So, she oh, wait, brought wait, back wait, the wait, Hallelujah wait, 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 free skate. Mariah Bell is 11 years older than Isabeau Levito. Holy shit, she's so old. Sorry, I had to interrupt. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyways, um, we have River Flows in You. Has Isabeau Levito ever heard of River Flows in You? <laughs> this is like a very 25 year old. To 35-year-old generation. I was very millennial. 
<laughs> this was before Isabeau's time, okay? Because we're so old. <laughs> I'm sure that as a junior figure skater, she has heard River Flows in you many times at figure skating competitions. But <laughs> if she wasn't, I don't. Probably she wouldn't have heard. <laughs> Anyways, um, it was pretty great. Nothing, nothing yeah. to complain about. Uh, triple flip, triple toe. Cold, so, clean. Double axle, triple lutz. Great. Still the piano to violin transition. But the audience was cheering over it, so it made it a lot better. And <laughs> that we couldn't hear it. <laughs> exactly. We couldn't hear how choppy it was. But again, I'm just, I love Mariah's spins. She's got such great spin positions. And I was like, you know what? You don't have to be Camila Valieva to be a great spinner. Mariah's like technique and positions are exquisite. And it just shows even at the old, old age of 25, you can still spin amazing. Yes, you can. I still want the Britney, but hey. I wanted her to give more time to the Gaga. I think the Gaga could have been a second iteration of the Britney had she given it more time, but... I agree because like both the short and the free are kind of on the same note. They're a little same, um, same to me. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But you know what? This is the Mariah form we've been missing. And I was really happy f- that we have this back. We have this Mariah back. Totally. Totally. Um, all right. Uh, we have Hallelujah. Uh, we have Hallelujah, of course. Um, but with a different Hallelujah costume, and there is a conspiracy theory going around that USFS wants her to change back to the old one because they keep publishing photos of her in the old costume and not the new one. Well, Mariah just with this costume, Mariah just looks like the Tessa Virtue Barbie doll. I mean, it's true. Maroon is the uh, color the of the color. season. The Pantone figure skating color. Oh my god. Ugh. <laughs> uh. I feel like she decided that she was going to go safe and clean today. So started off with a triple flip, double toe. And I, you know what? I back the strategy. I really do. Um, like a lot of her fellow compatriots and competitors, not the cleanest here. A few little bubbles here and there. But she does well enough. Um, and the crowd goes wild after that final triple lutz. And I don't know who screamed. It might have been Mariah after that Lutz was landed. Um, but I don't know. It was just it like like the step sequence that Nathan did in La Boheme. A lot of this is just reminiscent of skating in the 90s, which is so great. Like, that's such great nostalgia to have. And she got a standing ovation at the end. And so, so happy. So nice. Um, all right. Well, congratulations to Mariah. Um, she did make it on the Olympic team, which was great. We'll talk about that in just a second. And this is her. This is the first time Mariah's won nationals, by the way. Oh, she's been finally doing it for so long. Her at her old age of twenty five. <laughs> I think they said like nine championships, and this is her first title. Finally, fucking national champion. Very, very happy for her. Very proud. Amazing. Amazing. All right, why don't we move into our kiss and cry? Sure thing, let's do that. All right, let's talk about our Olympic team selection, which is our first place that we're going to go to in our kiss and cry. Um, For pairs, um, again, no surprises here. Our UFSS, a USFS sweetheart, Alexa Kneerum, <laughs> and her nephew, Brandon Fraser. I'm just kidding. They're not at all related, <laughs> but they have that energy. Um, we have Ashley Green Gribble and Timothy LaDuke. And our alternates, uh, first alternate in a surprise, Jessica Calling, Brian Johnson. Second alternate, uh, Audrey Liu, Misha Mitrofanov. And third alternate, Emily Chan and Spencer Akira Howe. Nice. And for our women, our Olympics team is Mariah Bell, Karen Chen, and Alyssa Liu, with first alternate being Lindsay Thorngren, second alternate being Amber Glenn, and third alternate being Gabriella Izzo. Really sad about second alternate Amber Glenn. That doesn't sound right, does it? Uh, That doesn't sound right at all. Um, Worlds, going to Worlds, we have no changes. Oh, no, the only change is that we have first alternate Amber Glenn. Well, I guess. USFS did something. They, they tried. Tried. Not too hard, but they did try. 
Um, let's talk about our four continents team. Uh, for pairs, we have uh, Emily and Spencer, uh, Emily Chan, Spencer, Kira Howe. We have Audrey Liu, Misha Mitrofanov, and we have Katie McBeath and Nathan Bartholomew. Yes, and for women, the Four Continents team is Star Andrews, oh, Gabby Izzo, Audrey Shin, and the alternates are Hannah Harrell and Sierra Veneta. Perfect. Well, I think that brings us to the end of our team selection discussion. Yes, <laughs> I don't think it, there were any I know. surprises, just a couple of disappointments on the Amber Glenn train. Yeah, and the Jess and Brian bittersweetness. Oh, yeah. Um, but... You know what? This was, it was a huge ass weekend. We also had Canadian nationals going on and Korean nationals going on. Um, we'll probably do a like a pre-Olympic rundown if we have time. That's a big if. Um, but you know we've got Keegan Messing and Roman Sadowski making up the men's contingent for Canadians. Uh, no surprises that Madeline Skies has got the ladies. Um, Team I Am swept the, the podium at Canadian Nationals. That's a complete lie because there was Piper and Paul. But second and third was a sweep um, of I Am. And then Pairs is just, I'm not going to mention it. Um, and for Korean Nationals, uh, the Olympic team was decided for women as Kim Ye-lim and Yo Young. And for the men, we have Cha Jun-wan, of course, as well as Lee Si-hyung. And yeah. So I don't think they have any pairs contingent or dance contingent. Um, so that is a team for Koreans. Perfect. Um, I think that's it. We will catch you for Europeans. So bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Jocelyn. You can come and chat with us at Let's Get Down Pod. That's L-U-T-Z, Get Down Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to work with us, please shoot us an email at letsgetdownpod at gmail.com. I'm Claudia, and if you like this podcast and are as happy as we are that Mariah has finally won her first national title, please leave us a review and give us some five-star love. We would really appreciate it. Thanks, y'all, for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.